1159 at Radio Free America, and this is Uncle Sam with music and the truth until dawn. Right now, I've got a few words for some of our brothers and sisters in the occupied zone. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. John has a long mustache. It's 12 o'clock, Americans, another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Hey, welcome everybody to our Daily Gun Show. Come to you live every weeknight at, you know, sometime in the evening. Let's just put it that way. So it turns out that because of the way that you all do your time schedules, this may be one o'clock in the morning. I don't know. I can't keep track of all your own time zones. For me, it's 10 o'clock, which is the normal time I do this show. But it turns out I'm supposed to do the show at nine o'clock, I guess. So eventually I'll get the hang of this. And thanks to everybody who is maybe joining us live maybe there's nobody out there we'll see but uh today we would potentially be an epic evening for the show because i was alerted that i am the first channel to be offered the power yeah that's right puppy the power of the new feature where when guests join this show and this show only maybe i don't know then they can distribute this broadcast on their channel. Yes, I've made that agreement with StreamYard and the internet for that to happen free of charge. That's right. So we have sent out invites to a select group of familia and uh, those who are awake in the middle of the night and choose to join in will be making epic internet history. Those of you that are watching it, you're welcome. You're here to experience that. So let's see if that happens or not. Uh, I was minding my business and I had planned to do this show on the topic of Arizona laws that affect gun ownership, firearm possession, ability to carry firearms, of course. So I guess that's what we'll talk about. And maybe that's all we'll talk about. We'll see if anybody does end up joining us tonight. So this is our Daily Gun Show podcast. This is episode 1000. 500, that's right, puppy, 500, and 12. So just not too long ago, we celebrated the achievement, the accomplishment, the prestige of the 1500th episode. I don't know if any other podcast in history has reached that milestone. But we just breezed right past it like a bullet train headed towards the horizon. So uh, thanks for joining us. Weeknight, we go live live, right? And we do that because we enjoy this interactive nature of the internet. If you're out there, we can see it because we have this little radar thing that shows us that you're there. However, if you're not typing anything, the rest of the people can't see that you're there and you can't prove it that you're here. So if you'd like to create some written evidence that you're here tonight, feel free to leave a comment. And when if you do that in such a way that it creates a question or some sort of an observation or comment we are able to interact with that and thus the interactive nature of the internet. And that's what it's all about. Now we do this at midnight. We could be doing this any time of day. I go live other times a day, but I do this show at midnight because we value the people that are here at night doing it, getting this stuff done, resetting the planet, cleaning everything, doing all the stuff that gets taken for granted by most everybody out there. Well, if we can do this show, we'd rather do it in the middle of the night so that y'all get an actual live show to listen to. I know that there are at least a couple of people that appreciate that. And most of our Patreons are overnighters. At least I think they are. 
So uh, we want to thank you know thank them for what they do and give them a live show. It also gives us our own time slot. Like nobody has got the ambition to come live all night long like this, and that's what we'd like to do. So if you look down at the bottom of the screen, the puppy dog is looking right over here at this thing. It says our Patreons make it possible for us to spend time on projects like this one. So we thank you. And uh, if you'd like to participate in that, you can jump over to this address, patreon.com slash gunwebsites. I'm going to encourage you to take $20, give five bucks to us, and then go take a look around. You're going to find other projects that you find of value. Put two bucks here, three bucks there, five bucks here, 10 bucks there, whatever you're going to do. And then give it a couple of five months. You're going to end up 20 bucks a month. If I'm doing my math right, you're going to end up having spent $100 on content creation. And let me know if that has if that has value after that time. I find I, I suspect that you're going to find that it has value. You're going to find interest in supporting those who create what you value. So again, we appreciate the Patreons that let us do this, except for this mention like this. We don't really have to plug anything or do a bunch of uh, commercials or anything like that. So we really value that. See Gizzard out there? So it's maybe a one guest situation here. I don't know if Gizzard is aware, but uh, we have been deemed, we have been sanctioned with the power of giving our guests to this podcast. And I believe this podcast only, if I understood it correctly. If you are joined into this podcast, you can also broadcast this podcast on your channel as a gift for you. And you'll be able to keep it on your channel afterwards. You can do that up for up to two channels. And this podcast can have up to six extraneous broadcasts. So technically, now, because of an agreement I've made with StreamYard, I could have this go into two or three different channels, and then six more. Yeah, that's right. Nine channels could be distributing this broadcast. That's the kind of epic power we have at our disposal at this point. Sir Gizzard was in, in uh, instrumental in making that happen, so thanks to Gizzard for that. Uh, we'll keep playing with this. It's a new feature that was just given to me tonight. So we'll see. I, I realize that I'm, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Arizona screwed up the time. It's not me. Arizona screwed up the time and, uh, or excuse me, the rest of the country screwed up the time. <clears throat> and uh, I'm maybe possibly running this an hour late. All right, so let's dig in. Like I said, I did plan on talking about Arizona laws that affect gun ownership, firearms possession, and ability to carry firearms. So we start off, I guess, in 1912 when Arizona became a state. Upon becoming a state, it says Arizona adopted the Constitution of the United States, Second Amendment, which protects the right to keep and bear arms. That's interesting. So I'm going to verify that with some of my data. And see if I go over here to state second amendments. Did I put the dates that the states took them? No, I didn't. So uh, I guess I'll have to take this as its word. So might be wrong, but we're going to assume that it's pretty close to being right that we took on the uh, US Constitution at first, let's say. And then at some point when we wrote our state constitution, the Arizona State Constitution, Article 2, Section 26, reads, The right of the individual citizen to bear arms in defense of himself or the state shall not be impaired. 
but nothing in this section shall be construed as authoring individuals or corporations to organize, maintain, or employ an armed body of men. So that's interesting. They were concerned about uh, uh, private armies, I guess, private uh, groups. All right, so uh, going back over to our comments here. You may or may not hear this little dog making noises. He, he snores out of here. He's sleeping. He's all tired because we went out to a delicious dinner earlier today, thanks to the people that uh, we had dinner with, and then uh, stood out in the parking lot BSing for a while. Somebody gets a lot of pettings when that happens, so now he's all exhausted from getting so many pettings. So he's not a very good co-host, we're saying. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there. I'll say it. Uh, let's see. So then, according to this, in 1913, let's, let's just let's start doing it this way so that we can start getting some more interaction with the screen here. We are trying to make this epic after all. So the first one was 1912 Arizona statehood, and upon becoming a state, Arizona adopted the United States Constitution and the Second Amendment, which protects the right to keep and bear arms. But as I mentioned, we know that Arizona also has Article 2, Section 26 of our state constitution, which states the right of the individual citizen to bear arms and defense of himself or the state, etc., etc. And I guess that was longer than 200 characters, so it, what's that called? It chopped it and put it into the next chunk there. All right, so getting back to what we got going on here. Uh, let me go up here a little bit and see what I got coming in over here. Well, I guess he's talking about people who gifted memberships. Seems like a bunch of people have been gifting memberships. Much appreciated. Thank you for that. Um, it is a neat thing and it gives people a taste of the how the membership works on YouTube, which essentially gives us a separate door. We can send things out to members. I think we could even do separate videos just for members. So it's kind of neat. And if you don't know about that, because you've never been a member anywhere, it's just something you're, you have yet to experience. It's kind of cool. All right. So then uh, I guess the next thing after the, oh, sorry, after 1912, when Arizona becomes a state, uh, it says that in 1913, concealed carry permit law, Arizona became the first state to require a permit for the concealed carry of firearms? Well, that is definitely the first time I've heard of that before. And I have not been able to verify that. So I'm not sure where exactly that comes from, but uh, it's in the list. It comes from a robot. So guessing it's true. I have to assume it's true. The next thing would be another from the federal level downwards. Um, 1934, the National Firearms Act a federal law that regulated the manufacture, sale, and possession of a group of firearms, including machine guns, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, suppressors, and then a whole group of things they called any other weapons. So in 1934, of course, that national law applied to the land or to all the states. So, uh, you know, Arizona fell into that. According to this, it wasn't until 1968 with the Gun Control Act that there was the next major effect on individuals uh, ability to possess, own, or carry firearms. And I guess ownership and possession is kind of similar. I think I was going for ownership.
dealership and manufacturer and I put the wrong keyword in there. All right, so next up in 1994, there was the assault weapons ban, which prohibited the manufacturer sale possession of certain firearms that they started using that branding of assault weapons on. Then there was the same year, Arizona became shell issue. So we had concealed carry, but it was May issue from 1913 until 1994, meaning the state sheriff, whoever could have discretion and if they thought you were a good enough character or whatever to uh, get a concealed carry or to be deemed uh, you know, able to carry concealed carry. So in uh, 1994 is when Arizona said, nah, if somebody wants to carry, they can just go ahead and carry. So there was a requirement on the permit, the CCW, they had to take some training and stuff and people were apprehensive. People had been convinced that firearms were somehow only carried by the evil or by the bad and that opening up that opportunity to everyone would create evil and bad. Well, you know, it took them a little while to get over that and Arizona doing some of these things when they did them broke the ice. I'm not going to say they were always the icebreaker, but they certainly right there at the beginning were most of this. And if they weren't the first, they were the second or right right at the beginning of these waves. So uh, part of the change for sure. <clears throat> then in 2010, we had concealed carry. July 30th, it took effect of 2010. And well, this will be 23. So 13 years later, no blood in the streets, no gunfights over parking spots, none of the, you know, managed jar dropping in the store and everyone returning fire. None of the concerns or the crazy, unrealistic, uh, demeaning and uh, underhanded uh, mis misconceptions about firearms either completely ignorant or completely devious misunderstandings and mischaracterizations of uh, you know what would happen when an individual is able to carry without the, the, the uh, permission of the state and without some sort of rigid uh, indoctrination or training or some kind of perceived awareness of threats as if people who drive vehicles and to deal with you know everything from mountain lions to heavy things falling you know aren't able to incorporate another potentially dangerous tool into their lives without extra again unreasonable training and stuff so <clears throat> so we got constitutional carry which essentially means that uh a law-abiding resident, actually a law-abiding individual who stands in the state of Arizona, who's able to, to possess the firearm, can carry that firearm any way they want. And that means anyone who stands in the state of Arizona who's able to legally possess the thing in their hands can put it into their pocket however they want, which means all the people who aren't from here putting guns in their pocket. And guess what? No change in any kind of crime rates or anything. Well, probably a decrease to some extent, but a very little change in crime rates or anything. Definitely no changes in murder rates. Next, 1994, the assault weapons ban. Oh, wait, I'm going the wrong way. We had uh, 
2011 Castle Doctrine, which expanded the right to self-defense. Uh, that allows deadly force in certain search situations to protect, protect themselves. Uh, and that would probably read on their property. But uh, essentially, you've got the duty to retreat in some states that says, if you're threatened, you got no right to defend yourself, you better run away because you probably misunderstand the situation and you're better off running away and leaving your property to whoever else is more interested in your property than you, and then you're better off that way. And if that's their mindset, then people vote that then, and that's then the law of the land. You're obligated to run away when threatened. Not if you're threatened, but every single time you're threatened, you are obligated to run away. And if you don't, you fight back. You are often persecuted as an example of someone who's decided to not listen to the law when you were told explicitly, every time you're threatened, you run away. So that's duty to retreat. When there is a lack of duty to retreat, you have stand your ground. So stand your ground is the lack of duty to retreat. So the stand your ground doesn't mean you have any obligation or you get some kind of superhero power or you have some kind of lack of responsibility or there's some dismissal of consequences. In fact, it's the opposite. Everything still applies. It's just that you no longer have a duty from the state to run away from someone who chooses to do harm to you or yours or to the stuff you're standing around. Castle doctrine is duty to the retreat, excuse me, is stand your ground, right? The lack of duty to retreat in your house car in your hotel room in your rental car so that's the way i think of it is you got your duty to retreat the lack of duty to retreat is stand your ground and when you apply stand your ground to wherever you are that's castle doctrine arizona got castle doctrine in 2011 so until 2011 actually they were missing some things here when we got stand your ground potentially the uh, the bad guy could come up and clobber somebody. And when the lady took them to court, excuse me, the, somebody could come up and clobber somebody. And when that lady fought back and hit the guy, maybe shot him or something, and the attack was stopped, the attacker could sue the lady and she would have to prove that she was in the right. And if she wasn't able or willing, she could go to jail or owe him civil issues, civil stuff. And that was happening. And the Arizona Citizens Defense League saw that potential and the abuse of that issue or whatever we call that situation and ended the stand your ground. And then like I say, Castle Doctrine is applying stand your ground to the locations that you are. And that was in 2011. Gizzard joined us. Thanks for joining. Did Were you able to, or did you feel like clicking it with your things? Have you tried that? I'm working on it here. Let's... So as you join, it just says, hey, do you want to? And then you can, you don't have to, right? You can choose to or not. Right. And then it says it takes you somewhere and you got to go to like a control room again and then back in here. Uh, it just takes you to a place where you can set up a stream. That's where I'm at right now. So you can give the stream your own title and stuff like you're. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. 
I thought it's just duplicating it over by you. And it's not prompting you with like the name of this stream or anything. No. All right. And then it's also going to give you two of all of your normal selections. So you could have, I mean, I don't even know, you could have a lot of things plugged into StreamYard, but you, depending on how much you pay, you can stream to one or three or more of those. And it's giving you the whole list. You can only, you're going to be able to stream to two of them. It's kind of neat. So essentially nine streams could come out of one group of 10 people. And Wesley's out there. I don't know how many people are out there. If we're getting people in, I messed up the time again tonight. I was just standing around the parking lot talking to Joe. And then I'm like looking at my watch like, oh, I got an hour. Oh, I got an hour. <laughs> we're just in there BSing, not even doing anything. I'm not talking about anything good. Petting the dog and whatnot. Well, it says I'm live, so evidently it's working. Cool. So this first time has been a puppy on a, on a kitten channel. Yeah. Unprecedented. Or no, wait, Sarge's puppy's probably been on. And I guess uh, Tom's puppy's probably been on. So I guess people can comment on my chat and I can see it too. So I'll have to keep it open on one side. So. Well, no, it says that your chat will come into my feed over here. Our, oh, really? Our, okay. Yeah. Now you won't be able to do nothing or bring it up, I don't think, because it's still my feed. It's not like when you're a. I don't know. What, oh, wait. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, I don't know what that does. I guess that just I anyway, I see him at the top of the screen now. Like you yep, know I see I see the comment off my channel is from DJ. Yeah. Yeah, so I can bring that up and it's got I don't know why. Um, oh, I can see it because it has a little linky thingy. And that means mean you're a guest, I guess. I don't know why a linky thing is a guest, but anyway, I can see that it's different over here. So yeah, we're trying something totally new. Here, let me do this so that it doesn't look like you're got the dog butt on you. And then uh, DJ said he got a notification too. So that means you could go live, bring people in from nine different channels, and every single one of those channels could say, hey, when we're done being live, go over to XYZ's channel. Everyone could leave a trailer or no redirect or whatever it's called to a single channel so you could have one channel go live chat up something that's about to happen and then all nine channels point to it i wonder if there's any power there i wonder if that does anything if that's enough to like tip the, the island over or whatever i don't know but in in a lot of cases like for example if i had you as a guest on a foul territory and you you went ahead and decided to share the stream on your channel where you're going to reach a heck of a lot more people than I do because you have a higher sub count. So that's the potential of my show being seen by a lot more people. No, so. that's exactly what I was thinking too. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm probably going to turn out, turn that on myself. So. Okay. So as where did I find it? Somewhere when I was loading this thing, I had to open up a pop-up and then click a check that said, allow this to happen. Because otherwise, I can check it and you can't broadcast to other channels. You know what I mean? Like, it's normal. Like, I can turn this feature on or I can turn it back to normal and then you just wouldn't get the option to stream, restream or whatever it's called. 
simulcast, I guess it's called. So M. Gabriel's out there on my channel also. Oh, so okay. that little, you got a link, a little link icon next to, yeah, that shows. It's a linked. Yep. And then this S is because DJ's a channel member of yours. Whatever the thing is after his name. Uh, yeah, he's a channel member. So that's just their way of figuring out how to bring an icon over. I'm good. I mean, I don't, if I'm less than all the software I pay for, I am not really complaining about streaming. It's, it's not free. It's 25 bucks, but. But it's definitely, I use it constantly, and it is feature-rich, and they keep adding stuff. Um, so, yeah, thanks, everybody, for joining us. I've been digging into this Arizona thing. I don't know how much you've been listening to. I just had a robot tell me the Arizona laws, though. The um, Arizona laws that affect gun ownership, firearms possession, ability to carry firearms. So when we do these Tuesday dives into states... You know, we've got another angle. We're going to let robots give us their interpretation of our gun history. It's skipping things. And I'm not, have you, I, well, I mean, you, you, by any chance, have you ever heard of 1913 concealed carry permit law of Arizona being the first state to require a permit for concealed carry? Mm -mm. I don't think I've ever heard of that or any, anyone ever mentioned the first state to can, to require CCW. So I, I've just never heard that before. It just kind of, of all the times I've researched Arizona law, this I can't find anything of this today, and I've never heard of it before. So I'm not sure if the robots are just making shit up so it looks cool, or if it found something I don't know about. I'm intrigued, but I don't know. So anyway, there's two more. Uh, I kind of went through them all already. So we're up to 2019, and there's definitely more little petty ones, I guess you could say. Probably not petty, but like, ones that don't have national or never made like real news and i'm guessing it skipped those because i know the arizona citizens defense league's pretty active and uh you know they did a heck of a lot, not a lot more in those eight years than nothing but the next one they bring up is the safe school act which allows some school employees to carry firearms on campus with proper training and certification i guess we've had that since 2019 and then it says in 2021 we became a second sec second amendment sanctuary declares that Arizona will not comply with federal laws and regulations that infringe on the right to keep and bear arms as protected by that constitution. So, I don't know, I guess uh, that's about what I had here. Um, we're kind of late, so uh, I sent that link out to like 30 people, but after I sent it and kind of sat around here for a second, I went, oh, wait a minute, I think I got the time wrong. So I think I sent it to everybody at like 1 a.m., I mean, I have the right time on the email, but I didn't realize I'm sending it out an hour after the show's normally started. Yeah, it's 1 a.m. here. So. Yeah. All right, well, we did a long show yesterday. I don't think I'll uh, push our luck. Um, unless you've got something to chat about, I do appreciate coming in and helping us check out that mechanism. Um well, you know, it's if fine. We I was kind of interested to see how it worked. Now I have firsthand experience with it. So, yeah, exactly. So I just got—I mean, that was the first time I saw it. You said you used your spot for the first time today, too. Yeah. All right. So yeah, we were the. I'm gonna go ahead and say we we're the first ones to use their feature ever, and probably because uh, we're the two that use the software the most. We're like the most deserving of having free accounts for life. I'm just saying. I agree. So, um, 
I'll end it. Me and Gizzard can chat offline or whatever. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with more show, but uh, I just had a lot of stuff going on and uh, I do appreciate the people that are here live an hour late, but uh, I'll take the uh, opportunity to make a short show tonight and we'll be back strong again tomorrow. Oh, you got anything to plug, Gizzard? Uh, well, once again, Friday night, Foul Territory, we'll be celebrating St. Patrick's Day and talking some uh, guns and some 2A and uh, having a good time. So hope to see everybody there, and thanks for the invite. You bet. Thanks again for jumping in so we could test that. All right, I'm going to throw a commercial up here at the end. You know what I think they could do is put the video clips at the top. It makes – oh, wait, can we move these? And I'm just stupid. No, we can't move them. Uh, it makes no sense to have, what is it, the logos at the top? How often are you changing a logo? I mean, I guess I could almost see it, but I don't know. I guess they figured overlays are more useful than, no, you know what I can do, though? I can minimize the overlays, which I never use. All right, I think I just gave myself a, I also never mess with theme. So now I can scroll, like barely even scroll, and I'm down to my commercials, so. I think I just saved myself a whole bunch of scrolling. Just as 